Record 34 of We by Yevgeny Zemyatin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Forgiven Ones A Sunny Night A Radial Valkyrie Oh, if only I actually had broken myself to pieces. If only I actually had found myself with her in some place beyond the wall, among beasts showing their yellow tusks. If only I actually never had returned here. It would be a thousand, a million times easier. But now, what? Now to go and choke that? But would it help? No, no, no. Take yourself in hand, D-503. Set into yourself the firm, logical hub, at least for a short while, weigh heavily with all your might on the lever. And like the ancient slave, turn the millstones of syllogisms until you have written down and understood everything that happened. When I boarded the integral, everybody was already there, and everybody occupied his place. All the cells of the gigantic hive were filled. Through the glass of the decks, tiny ant-like people below, at the telegraph, dynamo, transformers, altimeters, ventilators, indicators, motor, pumps, tubes. In the saloon, people sitting over tables and instruments, probably those commissioned by the scientific bureau. Near them, the second builder and his two aides. All three had their heads down between their shoulders like turtles, their faces gray, autumnal, rayless. Well, I asked. Well, somewhat uncanny, replied one of them, smiling a gray, rayless smile. Perhaps we shall have to land in some unknown place. And, generally speaking, nobody knows i could hardly bear to look at them when in an hour or so i was to throw them out with my own hands to cast them out from the cosy figures of our tables of ours forever to tear them away from the mother's breast of the united state they reminded me of the tragic figures of the three forgiven ones a story known to all of our school children. It tells about three numbers who, by way of experiment, were exempted for a whole month from any work. Footnote It happened long ago in the third century A.T. after the tables. End of footnote. Go wherever you will, do what you will, they were told. The unhappy three wandered the whole time about the place of their usual work and gazed within with hungry eyes. They would stop on the plazas and for hours busy themselves repeating the motions which they were used to make during certain hours of the day. It became a bodily necessity for them to do so. They would saw and plane the air. With unseen sledgehammers, they would bang upon unseen stakes. Finally, on the tenth day, they could bear it no longer. They took one another by the hand, entered the river, and to the accompaniment of the march, 
they waded deeper and deeper until the water forever ended their sufferings i repeat it was hard for me to look at them and i was anxious to leave them i just want to take a glance into the engine room and then off i said they were asking me questions what voltage should be used for the initial spark how much ballast water was needed in the tank aft as if a phonograph were somewhere within me i was giving quick and precise answers but i my inner self was busy with its own thoughts in the narrow passage gray units were passing gray faces and for a second one face with its hair low over the forehead eyes gazing from deep beneath it it was that same man i understood they had come and there was no escape from it for me only minutes remained a few dozens of minutes an infinitesimal molecular quiver of my whole body this did not cease to the very end it was as if an enormous motor were placed under the very foundation of my body which was so light that the walls partitions cables beams lights everything was quivering i did not yet know whether she was there but i had no time they were calling me quick to the commander's bridge time to go where gray rayless faces below in the water tense blue veins heavy cast-iron patches of sky it was so difficult to lift my cast-iron hand and take up the receiver of the commander's telephone up forty-five degrees a heavy explosion a jerk a rabid greenish-white mountain of water aft the deck beneath my feet began to move soft as rubber and everything below the whole life forever for a second falling deeper and deeper into a sort of funnel becoming more and more compressed the icy blue relief map of the city the round bubbles of cupolas the lonely leaden finger of the accumulating tower then instantaneously a cotton curtain of cloud we pierced it and there was the sun and the blue sky seconds minutes miles the blue was hardening fast filling with darkness like drops of cold silver sweat appeared the stars a sad unbearably bright black starry sunny night as if one had become deaf one still saw that the pipes were roaring but one only saw dead silence all about the sun was mute it was natural of course one might have expected it we were beyond the terrestrial atmosphere the transition was so quick so sudden that everyone became timid and silent yet i i thought i felt even easier under that fantastic mute sun i had bounded over the inevitable border having left my body somewhere there below and i was soaring bodiless to a new world where everything was to be different upside down keep the same course i shouted into the engine room 
or perhaps it was not i but a phonograph in me and the same machine with a mechanical hinge-like movement handed the commander's trumpet to the second builder all permeated by that most delicate molecular quiver known only to me i ran down the companionway to seek the door of the saloon an hour later it was to latch and lock itself at the door stood an unfamiliar number he was small with a face like a hundred or a thousand others which are usually lost in a crowd but his arms were exceptionally long they reached down to the knees as though by mistake they had been taken from another set of human organs and fastened to his shoulders the long arms stretched out and barred the way where do you want to go it was clear that he was not aware i knew everything all right perhaps it was necessary that it should be so from above him in a deliberately significant tone i said i am the builder of the integral and i am directing the test flight do you understand the arm drew away the saloon heads covered with bristles gray iron bristles and yellow heads and bald ripe heads were bent over the instruments and maps swiftly with a glance i gathered them in with my eyes off i ran back along the long passage then through the hatch into the engine room there it was hot from the red tubes overheated by the explosions a constant roar the levers were dancing their desperate drunken dance quivering ceaselessly with a barely noticeable quiver the arrows on the dials there at last near the tachometer a notebook in his hand was that man with the low forehead listen i shouted straight into his ear because of the roar is she here where is she she there at the radio i dashed over there there were three of them all with receiving helmets on and she seemed a head taller than usual wingy sparkling flying like an ancient valkyrie and those bluish sparks from the radio seemed to emanate from her from her also that ethereal lightning-like odor of ozone someone well you for instance i said to her panting from having run i must send a message down to earth to the docks come i shall dictate it to you close to the apparatus there was a small box-like cabin we sat at the table side by side i found her hand and pressed it hard well what is going to happen i don't know do you realize how wonderful it is to fly without knowing where no matter where it will soon be twelve o'clock and nobody knows what and when night where shall you and i be tonight perhaps somewhere on the grass on dry leaves blue sparks emanated from her and the odor of lightning and the vibration became more and more frequent within me write down 
I said loudly, panting from having run. Time, 11.20. Speed, 5,800. Last night she came to me with your note. I know. I know everything. Don't talk. But the child is yours. I sent her over. She is already beyond the wall. She will live. I was back on the commander's bridge, back in the delirious night with its black, starry sky and its dazzling sun. The hands of the clock on the table were slowly moving from minute to minute. Everything was permeated by a thin, hardly perceptible quivering. Only I noticed it. For some reason, a thought passed through my head. It would be better if all this took place, not here, but somewhere below, nearer to earth. Stop, I commanded. We kept moving by inertia, but more and more slowly. Now the integral was caught for a second by an imperceptible little hair. For a second it hung motionless. Then the little hair broke, and the integral, like a stone, dashed downward with increasing speed. That way in silence, minutes, tens of minutes passed. My pulse was audible. The hand of the clock before my eyes came closer and closer to twelve. It was clear to me I was a stone, I-330 the earth, and the stone was under irresistible compulsion to fall downward, to strike the earth and break into small particles. What if, already, the hard blue smoke of the clouds appeared below? What if, but the phonograph within me with a hinge-like motion and precision took the telephone and commanded, low speed the stone ceased falling only the four lower tubes were growling two ahead and two aft only enough to hold the integral motionless and the integral only slightly trembling stopped in the air as if anchored about one kilometer from the earth everybody came out on deck it was shortly before twelve before the sounding of the dinner gong and leaned over the glass railing hastily in huge gulps they swallowed the unknown world which lay below beyond the green wall amber blue green the autumnal woods prairies a lake at the edge of a little blue saucer some lone yellow debris a threatening dried-out yellow finger it must have been the tower of an ancient church saved by a miracle. Look there, look, there to the right. There, over the green desert, a brown blot was rapidly moving. I held a telescope in my hands, and automatically I brought it to my eyes. The grass reaching their chests, a herd of brown horses was galloping and on their back they black white and dark behind me i assure you i saw a face go away tell it to someone else well look for yourself here is the telescope they had already disappeared endless green desert and in that desert dominating it completely and dominating me 
and everybody the piercing vibrations of the gong dinner time one minute to twelve for a second the little world around me became incoherent dispersed someone's brass badge fell to the floor it mattered little soon it was under my heel a voice and i tell you it was a face a black square the open door of the main saloon white teeth pressed together smiling and at that moment when the clock began slowly holding its breath between beats to strike and when the front rows began to move towards the dining saloon the rectangle of the door was suddenly crossed by the two familiar unnaturally long arms stop someone's fingers sank piercing into my palm it was i b three zero she was beside me who is it do you know him is he not is he not he was already lifted upon somebody's shoulders above a hundred other faces his face like hundreds like thousands of other faces yet unique among the rest in the name of the guardians you to whom i talk they hear me every one of them hears me i talk to you we know we don't know your numbers yet but we know everything else the integral shall not be yours the test flight will be carried out to the end and you yourselves you will not dare to make another move you with your own hands will help to go on with the test and afterward well i have finished silence the glass plates under my feet seemed soft cotton-like my feet too soft cotton-like beside me she with a dead white smile angry blue sparks through her teeth to me ah it is your work you did your duty well she tore her hand from mine the valkyrie helmet with indignant wings was soon to be seen some distance in front of me i was alone torpid silent like everyone else i followed into the dining saloon but it was not i not i i told nobody save these white mute pages i cried this to her within me inaudibly desperately loudly she was across the table directly opposite me and not once did she even touch me with her gaze beside her someone's ripe yellow bald head i heard it was i three three zero's voice nobility of character but my dear professor even a superficial etymological analysis of the word shows that it is a superstition a remnant of the ancient feudal epoch we i felt i was growing pale and that they would soon notice it but the phonograph within me performed the prescribed fifty chewing movements for every bite i locked myself into myself as though into an opaque house i threw up a heap of rocks before my door and lowered the window blinds afterward 
again the telephone of the commander was in my hands and again we made the flight with icy supreme anxiety through the clouds into the icy starry sunny night minutes hours passed apparently all that time the logical motor within me was working feverishly at full speed for suddenly somewhere at a distant point of the dark blue space i saw my desk and the gill-like cheeks of you over it and the forgotten pages of my records it became clear to me nobody but she everything was clear to me if only i could reach the radio room soon wing-like helmets the odor of blue lightnings i remember telling her something in a low voice and i remember how she looked through me and how her voice seemed to come from a distance i am busy i am receiving a message from below you may dictate yours to her the small box-like little cabin i thought for a second and then dictated in a firm voice time fourteen forty going down motors stopped the end of all the commander's bridge the machine heart of the integral stopped we were falling my heart could not catch up and would remain behind and rise higher and higher into my throat clouds and then a distant green spot everything green more and more distinct running like a storm towards us soon the end the porcelain-like white distorted face of the second builder it was he who struck me with all his strength i hurt my head on something and through the approaching darkness while falling i heard full speed aft a brusque jolt upward end of record thirty-four